Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to the show. It's a big time AFL pre-season's underway and uh, it's a big chance for a lot of players that have been invited down trying to get us a list spot and Collingwood's got three available, potentially four with the serious knee injury to Dan McStane. One man that has been invited down, quite rightly so, is Footscray VFL captain, uh, dual best and fairest team of the year captain in the VFL, Lockie Sullivan. He joins me in the studio. G'day, Lockie. Hey, Jules. Thanks for having me. Absolute pleasure. How's life at the Pies so far? Yeah, it's going really well. I'm loving it. Um, boys have been really welcoming and um, yeah, I'm just sort of taking it as it, as it goes every day. So um, yeah, I'm really enjoying it. What's it like going into a club? You know, you're going to be training with them for two or three weeks, sort of minimum, and there's four or five others down there in exactly the same position. Does it sort of bond you with those blokes or you're looking over each other's shoulder? How does it sort of work? Yeah, it does a bit. Um, just because like, I mean, I suppose in the change rooms, we're all um, in lockers together because everyone's got their own locker. So um, you're sort of helping each other out, which is a bit weird because you're all vying for the same spot, but it's just how it is. So um, we're all pretty mature about it. Did you know any Collingwood boys before you got down there? Um, I went to school with Geordie. So I know Geordie um, played with Pat Lipinski. So uh, at the Dogs, obviously yep. in the VFL. But um, yeah, they've been really good to me um, in this first week or so. So tell us how, about how this opportunity with Collingwood came about. So you, 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 national draft, hopeful for the Western Bulldogs, yep. and then that didn't happen. Yep. First of all, we, going into that draft, were you hopeful, quietly confident? How did you feel about it? Um, yeah, I was definitely hopeful. Um, I suppose you can't get too confident, um, knowing the nature of the industry. But, um, yeah, I was definitely hopeful. But, you know, um, unfortunately it didn't go my way, but that's just how it is, I guess. Um, and then, yeah, so about a week later, um, we got in contact with the pies, um, and I met up with Decker, Derek Hind and, and, um, had a coffee and then they organized for a, a medical on the Monday and by Wednesday I was training. So it happened real quick. Um, and yeah, as I said, it's, um, it's been unreal. So how was draft night? for you? I mean, you go in with hopes and then it doesn't turn out. I'm assuming you'd had some pretty good discussions with the Western Bulldogs and then it doesn't happen. How's the next sort of 24, 48 hours after you don't get that opportunity? Yeah, I suppose it hits you pretty hard. Like it wasn't, it was probably the next day of the rookie draft was probably my, my time, my time slot. Yep. Um, so, you know, that was, um, was pretty tough, but you know, um, it was all right. Like I'm, I'm 26, so I'm, I'm I can take it. I, I was at work, which was a bit rough. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't um, doing any OT that day, that's for sure. But 
yeah, I, I was all right, mate. It would be tough for a, you know, a younger kid who um, sort of put everything into it and they don't really, uh, well, they're not too sure what they're going to be doing. Um, but I was all right. I, I was obviously shattered, but yeah, you got to move on, I guess. It was sort of 24 hours. I was, I was pretty shower, but shattered, but I moved on. So let us know what you do for work. And I'm assuming if you're not your own boss, your bosses have to give you a bit of time off at the moment. Yeah, he has. Um, I'm a sparky, so on the tools and... And, um, yeah, my boss has been unreal. He's, he's sort of pretty stoked for me to, to get the opportunity. So yeah, it's pretty, um, pretty nice to be off the tools for a bit, not going to lie. Absolutely. So what, so, so the opportunity comes with Collingwood. So after the draft, is it, you know, through James Pitcher and and Liam Pickering, do do they get on the phone and and ring around or do you wait for opportunities to come? How does it all sort of work? Yeah. I suppose you just got to wait and see, um, if, if anyone's keen and that they obviously call around and. They'll speak to people and, and drop your name and see what they think. But, um, yeah, you sort of just got to hope for the best. And, you know, I suppose luckily it's, it's, um, I've been given an opportunity and I'm just, I'm stoked to be given this opportunity. It's sort of the first one I've ever had, um, the best opportunity I've ever had. So yeah, it's, um, it's been awesome. So as you say, you, you're working full time, you're on the tool. So normally at this time of the year, what are you sort of doing training wise and comparing it to now you're at an AFL club? in the heart of a pre-season. Yeah. So I'd be working all day and then driving to Footscray and playing, yeah, training until about, or getting home at about 10 PM and then working again all day. So it's quite taxing on the body. And, um, especially around Christmas, um, there's a lot of being a domestic sparky. There's a lot of, um, deadlines and handovers. Yep. People want stuff done before Christmas. So it gets, um, pretty hectic. So it's been, yeah, it's been really nice to, to just focus on footy and focus on my body and my training. And, um, yeah, I've had a bit more spare time than, than what I usually would, which has been unreal. And what's the training been like at an AFL preseason? Yeah, it's definitely, um, definitely noticeably different. Um, my body's just getting used to the loads, um, at the moment, but it's, yeah, it's a lot more intense, um, but they train with a purpose. Um, so yeah, just getting used to that. It's, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's very solid. Speaking of Footscray, Captain Lockie Sullivan currently training with the Pies, hoping to get a spot as a, on the rookie list via the SSP. Uh, Craig McRae, we love him here at SCN. He's been a big part of the run home with Andy Marr and Andrew Gaze. Have you had conversations, your early impressions of Craig? Yeah. So Fly got back on Monday. Um, and I've had a few conversations with him. He's clearly, um, I mean, you can see why they want to flag. He's, he's a pretty impressive human. Um, got an aura about him and, um, yeah, he just seems like a genuine person. So, um, yeah, I've had a few little interactions with him, but I'd love to have a couple more. So, um, <laughs> well, you're calling him fly. You must be pretty yeah, tired. I, I That's was, good. I was just thinking, do I drop fly? Maybe I'll just call him Craig for a little bit. Um, <laughs> nah, he's been, he's been good. So yeah. So tell us about your footy journey that for those that don't know, so St. Kevin's uh, played a bit of under 18 footy. Just take us through the journey from sort of under 18's footy to where you are now. Yeah. So under 18's played at Oakley Chargers. Um, we won the flag that year. Um, and then I was, uh, I was all right. I thought I was probably a bit better than what I was, um, <laughs> which tends to happen to sort of APS footballers who play <laughs> in the TAC Cup. You sort of think you're pretty good, but... Um, I went to Port Melbourne in my first year actually, and probably found out that I wasn't that good. Yep. Uh, or, you know, wasn't as good as I thought. So I, um, had a year there, wasn't really anywhere near it. Wasn't very fit. 
and I wasn't really enjoying my footy. So next year I went back to Scob, had a couple of years there, won, won, um, won a few flags, which was, which was awesome. And then sort of went to Footscray after that and, um, was there for four or five years. Who got you down to Footscray? Stuart Edge got me down. Yep. Yep. The coach. So he just, um, he sort of does it all there really. He's, he's the head coach now. He's a line coach back then when I started, but he's also the recruiter for Footscray. So he got me down and, um, yeah, I loved it there. So, um, yeah, been there since sort of 2018. It's been a remarkable few years for you. Captain 2021. You've won the last two best and fairest, equal third in the Liston, captain of the VFL team of the year. Just the, the previous season, is, is that, has that been your best? And why do you think your football's continued to improve? Um, yeah, I'd, I'd probably say it is my best. Um, I, I don't know. I think just being in that um, semi-professional environment, you just get better. Um, and I feel like if I'm in a full-time environment, I'm just going to get better. Um, so, yeah, I just um, – I'm getting better every year. So, oh, oh, I think I am. Um, so, I think just, you know, the more footy the play, the be- that you play, the better you get. So – I suppose that's it. Anything like you said before, you, when you started, you thought you were a bit better than you were. What were sort of some of the harsh realities you learnt when you went to Port Melbourne about where you sort of sat in the whole scheme of things? Yeah, so, I mean, I was pretty immature. So I went in and I didn't really give much. Like I was just sort of did my own thing and I was probably, I was right at the bottom of the food chain. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, and then at the time it was um, at Port Melbourne, they sort of had their sort of players and you sort of, I never really earned my stripes there, I don't reckon. I just rolled in and sort of didn't do much really. That Gary Ayres was coach? Yeah, Gary Ayres was, yep. was coach. They probably didn't even know I was there. <laughs> <laughs> didn't make much of an impact. <laughs> I don't reckon. So um, I just think, yeah, like playing under 18 footy, you, you probably just, um, you're in your own world a little bit, like with your schoolmates and you, you play APS and you, you go all right and everyone thinks you're, you're good and you sort of get out to a, the the wider footy world and playing VFL and you, um, it's a bit of a reality check really, um, playing against senior bodies. What, what about that? You mentioned the semi-professional environment there and, and, and Michael Barlow has been a big part of AFL nation, you know, coach Werribee now the, the head of development at North Melbourne and obviously great story with Sean Manor, uh, in the draft going to Geelong. How challenging is the, the semi-professional environment where most people are working during the day, they don't have the resources around the club. How, how much of a, a challenge is it? Yeah, it's tough. Um, definitely those late nights and early starts, they are taxing mentally and obviously physically. Um, I've been used to it because I've been doing it for five years, but yeah, it's certainly tough um, on VFL players, especially the ones, and I mean, it's tough on all the full-time employees, but the boys who are on the tools and, and trying to train after it, it's, um, yeah, it's it's definitely taxing. Um but, you know, as I said, I'm, I'm sort of used to it. But, yeah, I feel like, you know, being in that full-time environment where I can just focus on my body, it's um, it's been really good for me this week. So let's see if we can make it longer. Yeah. You've obviously got the good perspective. You know, as you say, you're 26 years of age. You're, you're working full-time. You've come through a different path. But it does sound like underneath there is that burning desire to get on an AFL list. Yeah, I mean, there always has been. Um Early days, like when I was at Footscray, I honestly just wanted to get a game. So it wasn't all about getting drafted when I was like 20 and um, 20, even 23. So the last two years I've sort of, to, I've sort of started to um, play pretty well at the level, I guess. And that sort of really ignited it um, a lot. 
um, and just having chats with, you know, um, a few clubs and that, that's sort of really reignited my, my spa for it. And yeah, you know, it's a childhood dream. Um, everyone says it. So to be able to do it, it'd be pretty awesome. And, and I just want to, um, suppose like make the people who've always supported me and, um, believed in me, um, I suppose, prove them right, I mm. guess. You're not, not about to prove people wrong. Yep. You just sort of want to prove these people right that have always had your back. So, yeah. Did that fire ever go out for that AFL dream? Oh, I thought it, I definitely thought it wouldn't have probably happened. Like, they went out completely, but, you know, when I was playing at Port Melbourne and wasn't getting a game in the development league, I probably would have thought <laughs> yeah. that wasn't a, a fair way off. Yep. <laughs> so, um, yeah, as I said, sort of the last two years has sort of really reignited it. And going back a, a few years, but obviously mid-season drafts another avenue for players these days. It, but was there a bit of an, an administrative error that sort of cost you a chance in a mid-season draft? Yeah, well, there was. Like, um, so yeah, what happened? I didn't nominate for the draft because I couldn't um, because I didn't nominate the year before. Yep. So I didn't nominate the year before um, because I didn't have any chats with any clubs, and I didn't think I was going to get drafted. Um, and I was sitting my Sparky exams at the time. Um, so I was sort of all in on that. Um, and then, yeah, I, I started all right the next year and um, had a little bit of interest, but yeah, who knows if it would have happened. But yeah, it turns out I, I hadn't nominated. So I tried to get an exemption, but yep. yeah, it was, it was too late because, yeah, it just happens It happens really quickly, the mid-season draft. So um, yeah, it was, it was not today. Yeah. So what's the process from here? I, I'm assuming Collingwood wind up at the end of next week. So you, yep. you'll train with them next week. And what's the process following that? Yeah, I think they'll probably sit down and evaluate all the SSP boys and see what they're going to do. Um, they, they haven't really told us, but um, I think it's sort of a day-by-day, week-by-week process. Um, so, yeah, I'm sure they'll yeah, keep us in the loop. Yeah. And what about, so Footscray VFL, uh, for the Dogs fans out there, some got a couple of young names to keep an eye on in terms of uh, whether they're Western Bulldogs listed players or, or VFL listed players? Um, yeah, from the Bulldogs players currently on the list, I reckon Harvey Gallagher will be a, will be a player. Um, uh, outside mid, probably can, probably can move into the inside as well. He's um, he's definitely got some talent. And then the other young boys they draft with Charlie Clark and Jed Bussinger you know, probably uh, might take a bit longer, but... Um, yeah, they could be good players too. But uh, yeah, for me, I reckon Gags has um, got got some serious potential. And at the Pies, I mean, I, I'm assuming the obvious ones have impressed you. You know, everyone talks about how Nick Dacos trains, for example. Yeah. Has there been a couple of those that might be a little bit lower profile, though, that have that have stood out for you? Um, yeah, I reckon Bo McCreary. Um, powerful athlete. Yeah, he? he is. He's a serious athlete. He's fast. He's strong. Um, I reckon he'll be... He already is a gun, obviously, but he'll, um, yeah, I reckon he's just going to get better and better. And um, I reckon their young draft days are going to be really good too. Um, TJ and, and Harry DeMario, I reckon they'll be they'll be serious players. As you said, you went to school with Geordie, so you know Geordie really well. Is there is there some similarities there between Bo and Geordie in terms of their physical attributes? Yeah, I reckon there definitely is. Yep. Yep. They're both real strong, um, fast and powerful athletes, so... Yeah, there's, there's a lot of similarities between those two. Yeah. Well, Lockie, good luck. Thanks for coming in. It, uh, you deserve your opportunity. Let's hope you get it uh, with the reigning premiers. That would be an absolute dream to come true. Uh, enjoy the last week of training at least and uh, have a great Christmas and uh, we hope to see you on the list next year.
Thanks, Jules. Thanks for having me. Great to have Lockie Sullivan in the studio. Footscray VFL captain currently training with the Pies.